and welcome to the podcast. I am, uh, to those who know me, I am called Ross. And I'm Phil. And I just found out that I, other than Ross's auntie, I'm the only other person he uses SMS messages with. Yes, Phil is one of three people that I SMS at all. <laughs> and two and of them, two of them two are of your aunties. Yes. Well, they're not my real aunties, by the way. But our actual, actual aunties, I just call them auntie because they were friends of mum. They are sort of loosely related. It's very confusing. Why are we talking about this? I, I just, I genuinely just thought it was quite an interesting topic of conversation. Yeah. To be fair, um, yeah. cool. Alrighty. Well, look, um, we've got lots to talk about today because we are going to talk about being back at the cinema. Yes, it's finally happened. We've gone back to the mm. cinema after what has felt like a fucking eternity. And I may have overdosed a little bit on the cinema in in the last week and a half. I'm think- glad. I'm glad you have. I'm glad you have because there's been a couple of days where I've been sort of desperate to go. And it just hasn't worked out. I haven't seen enough of it. I am going tonight to see True Romance, which I'm very, very, oh, fuck very you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, you can come up. I've got some better tickets. Uh, do you know, mate, I would, um, if it wasn't the fact that I'm actually yeah. in London tomorrow doing a family thing, oh. I would be oh, tempted. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah we're, we're, <laughs> side note that literally no one cares about. We're going to stay at London Zoo. Oh, no, amazing. Night. We've got a friend. We have a friend. Jenny and I have a friend who volunteers there. Oh, amazing. I love, I love London Zoo. Yeah, we're staying overnight, yeah. so... Um, oh, by the way, just for the record, anyone that like knows True Romance is one of my top 10 films of all time. I have a True Romance tattoo on my ribs. Um, I have to say the ribs part just because it fucking hurt. It's one of the mm. most painful things ever. And it's only a small piece of tattoo. So anyway. Um, I, I, am, I am sincerely very excited about seeing it. Oh my God. I, I adore that film. In fact, I've just pre-ordered the 4K um, Blu-ray um, Anchor Special Edition. Not Anchor, oh. um, Anchor, uh, fuck. Arrow? Arrow. Arrow, Arrow Special Edition, yeah. <laughs> the fucking Anchor Bay, fucking, like, long time since they've been doing DVDs. Something like seven years or something, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> uh, I used to enjoy getting my, my, uh, my videos on, um, oh, no, shit, I was trying to think of a really old video brand that used to, used to release videos, I can't remember any now. Oh, my joke fell fat. <laughs> Ah, yeah, four first video. There you go. Oh, four first video. Anyway, so before we get to the cinema, then let's talk about the oldie films we've seen. So the last films we saw that weren't mm-hmm. new and weren't at the cinema. Oh, and also we are going to talk about Army of the Dead, even though Ross hasn't finished it. And I definitely want to pick up on that. And we will pick up on it properly when he actually has finished it. But I, I personally think and I will get into this, but I personally think the fact you haven't finished it like five days after you started watching it says everything you need to know about Army of the Dead, but we'll no, discuss later. No, actually, no, we'll get into it. I don't, I don't think that's true this time. It's absolutely true. <coughs> anyway, no, it's not. There's very Mr. Boy asked, reasons. What was the last <coughs> film that you saw that was old? Last, older. Last old film. The last old film I saw. <laughs> so we've, we've probably touched on this, this, this podcast before, but I listened to something called The Action Boys. Yes. Uh, John Gabris, uh, Ryan Stangle and Ben Rogers, who are very, very good at what they do. Most of their podcasts are nearly four hours long. <laughs> like most of, their, most of their discussions, most of the films they discuss are like 87 minutes and most of the podcasts are three and a half hours. Wow. Uh, and very, very, very funny. Very, and if, if, if you are a fan of late 80s to 90s action, you'll just be in here. It is very, very funny. Anyway. So, however, this was one, and I don't always watch a film. If I know the film, but it's discussing well enough, I don't bother, obviously, unless I just fancy it. 
that sometimes they discuss a film where you either haven't seen it, which is rare for me. Yeah. But it does happen. But it does happen. Uh, or a film that you haven't seen in a very long time. And then you think, oh, I, yeah, I'll brush up because, you know, you want to be in on the jokes and all that stuff. Most of, let's face it, most podcasts like um, How This Get Made and that kind of thing, you don't normally need to have seen the movies to be fair. No, no, fair. no. You, you don't really have to see the films, but because it's the genre, you know, um, and stuff, it's just nice to be, you know, sometimes you pick out things you haven't noticed before, all that shit. Right? So, the last old film I watched, and I really wish I hadn't watched it. I really do was Cutthroat Island. Oh, no. I mean, it's really old, no. Like, you know, when you kind of go, maybe it wasn't as bad as you thought it was. It's significantly worse. Like, I remember it not being... I remember all this stuff, like it broke Carol Coe or Carol Coe. Uh, it killed it. them. I it remember, literally shot I mean, it, them it also stopped. It also stopped Crusade getting made, which we all wanted. If the Paul Verhoeven, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, like, everybody would have been desperate to watch that. Like, fuck me. And there are so many things wrong with it. I mean, let's not go into too much detail. It, it really is not worth watching. Given that it's a big old pirate movie, I kind of thought, well, maybe, maybe the sword fights are good. It's Dick Armstrong, you know? And there are some spectacular stunts in it, but the editing, everything ruins it. Ev- everything ruins it. And yeah, let's not go into it too much. I, one of the podcast guys said, and I absolutely experienced this myself, I kept looking at the counter and there was still 40 minutes to watch. Like oh, it was like, God. there was always, there was always 40 minutes. Left, <laughs> and none of it makes a lick of sense. Like, none, like from start to finish, none of it makes a lick of sense. And Langella, who I love, I'm such a Langella fan. I don't know, they didn't even touch this in podcast, but I looked up on the trivia just to see if I was mental. I'm convinced he was dubbed in the movie. His voice is so weird and not like him whatsoever. He's a great actor. So it could be that he redubbed his own voice. Oh, but, but he's like he's like the lead pirate villain, right? Let's face it, Skeletor. I love him as Skeletor. I yeah, think he's yeah, fucking great. We discussed um, that ironic, so many times. Unironically, for anyone who doesn't understand it, he's yeah, no, literally unironically. And unironically, yeah, I love that film. Yeah, same, same. And I can see why people don't. No, anyway, no, no. I get is, it. In the same way, is, I understand why right. everyone hates Top Gun. I totally right. get it. Yeah. Fuck everyone. It's still my second favorite film of all time. I mean, I don't hate, you know, I don't hate it. But anyway, but the point is, Langella, lead yeah. villain in pirate film. Awesome. No, not awesome. No, not even remotely awesome. Like, just like, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, let's not stick with it any longer. But I just, I was genuinely, you know, when you kind of go, it probably isn't as bad as you. I love the Long Kiss Goodnight, and that's really Harlan and Gina. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Long Matthew Kiss Goodnight is bad. brilliant. Matthew Modine is doing his best, but he was like a last minute replacement for who, which, whichever other like nine actors dropped out of it. It's fascinating when you realise how many people dropped out of it at the last minute. Like, it's really interesting stuff going on at Oliver Reed getting fired, replaced by an actor who is like a, a journeyman actor. If you look up his credits, he's got loads of credits, but he just doesn't leave any impact at all on you in the film. I can't remember his name, but he's a, he's a long-standing British actor. But you just go, who the fuck's this guy? When, you intru- when you're introduced to him as an important character, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, the only person any good in it whatsoever. Modine's trying, but you just keep thinking Terry Elwes with Matthew Modine. He's talented, but he, he just it's not his fault. The only person who you kind of go, this guy's doing it properly, is Patrick Malahide, who's a great British actor who plays like the the, the like the British colonial yeah. bad guy. So I think he's really good in it, but no, let's just stop. So I I, I'm, I'm really glad for something you weren't going to go passionately, into. Passionately, um, but passionately, but like I just oh, can't I, get I, I mean, I've how seen bad it. it is. How bad it is. 
this next sentence is going to sound really weird, but I've seen it twice and I will never watch it again. And I don't understand why I've watched it twice because it was literally one of those films where you watch it the second time and go, ooh. Yeah. Well, you sometimes see it with distance, you know, like like 20. I I probably haven't watched it in, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Maybe it's, it's all physical. Like one of the things that's brilliant about it, except it doesn't work, is it's all physical. Like some of those, the boat exploding thing, yeah, it's fucking amazing. And there's that incredible bit in that, um, there's like a check, like a carriage, uh, like a, uh, like a cat horse and carriage chase somewhere yeah. in like the first third. That is truly great. Like it's the closest thing to an action scene in the movie. She does this great thing where she runs through the shop and jumps back down onto the cat. I don't know if you, but, but that bit's done really <laughs> fucking well. And you kind of so, go, oh, maybe, maybe these bits are the good bits. No. And that's the only, that's the only yeah, good it's- bit. It was it was the height of nineties excess. Yep. It was like the yep. time of Jade, you know, where like yes. like literally people were being people were getting chucked the most ridiculous. I mean, even even Shane Black and Long Kiss Goodnight, like the amount of money he made for that script for a film which completely yeah. bombs. Yeah, except that is except the difference with that one is that that's is a brilliant. fucking great. Yeah. That's a great fucking. But do you movie. know what I mean? Though is that that period of yeah. massive excess in Hollywood, where like Water World, and then oh, it yeah. led to Titanic being almost the epitome of it. It was like, but you need to, but, but if you compare Water World, and again, we take spending too long, but Water no, World is a properly, but I think it's an enjoyable movie. I'm not going to say it's the best movie. I, I've probably watched it four times. I watched. I have claustrophobia. I'm sorry. I, okay. I just have claustrophobia. I, I think there's some films that he's fantastic. And No Way Out is just fucking tremendous. Like, there are some I, there, films he's in that are Yeah, there's films, there's films of his that I like, um, ish. Like yeah. even like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I like Ooh. again, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is the weirdest film because I've never seen it all the way through. But you need I've seen, to. I've heard talked about it not long ago. But I've yeah. seen the whole film. Yeah, it's like yeah. I've seen so much of it. But I've never seen you it in one, one city. You, you definitely need to watch that new. Well, when I say new, I don't know how new it's the Blu-ray version in the UK. Yeah, yeah. because the ex, the extra Rickman stuff. Because I remember I was watching it going, did I see this bit before? But none of it feels that like you know. Sometimes you get extended with this, you go, uh, it's all I, great, like it's such a fun movie. Yeah, it's yeah. such a romp. Anyway, so look, that was um, that was, was very <laughs> that was an short, hour. Yeah, that was, that was a very hour. short description of a very bad film. Uh, last film I watched, uh, old film I watched about a week and a half ago now. It's been quite a while. Um, we watched um, Goldfinger. Oh, well, you've been doing the Bond. The bond we have. I haven't had time to do one this week. This week completely got away from me. Um, but uh, yeah, and also Thunderball's the next one. <laughs> you know, when you're just like, oh, oh, oh Thunderball, is such, ter- Thunderball is terrible. It there's sucks. such a gap in quality between Thunderball, Thunderball and Goldfinger. Thunderball, I remember again, I think we talked this pre- previous to when Jenny and I watched them all again not long ago. And I said at the time, Thunderball fucking sucks. And watching it because again you kind of go does it and we're like this fucking sucks it's, and never never say never again is so much better yeah like it's so yeah, much more yeah. fun um look i i for me and i say this really weirdly but i know that goldfinger i, I know goldfinger is not the best performance his best performance is bond that's probably from russia mm. with love i completely agree completely it's not agree. it's not the best spy thriller that's probably from yeah. russia with love it yeah. is the best. It is still for me a ten it's, out of it's ten. The bond, it's the bondiest Bond film. Yeah, it's a ten out of ten yeah. nailed-on classic where every element of that film is perfect. Like it's, it's a joyous film. It's actually it's, a very enjoyable movie. It's regardless, so good. I mean, and even to the bit where, and I shouted this out loud. They Bond literally parks outside of where we did the sound for Left for Dead. Yes, he literally <laughs> stops yeah. the car. 
outside <laughs> the bit of Pinewood where we yeah. were doing Left for Dead sound. And I was like, fuck me. I never realized that. And we were literally yeah. there. And that, <laughs> that, that was amazing. amazing. And like, like that the entendres are like yeah. my favorite of all favorites is like uh, Pussy Galore. I must be deleting. <laughs> it's just yeah. fucking but unbelievable. But also, it's for people who've read the books. And I, and I know this is very, it's a somewhat subjective, but it really is, certainly in my opinion, and it's been a while since I read them, the closest Bond film to a Bond book. The main difference being, I mean, obviously very different to the there, but yeah. the main difference being, but it's not um, a laser, it's a buzzsaw. It, like, literally oh, okay. the archetypal buzzsaw going towards this groin. Like, it's like, the, like you might as well be tied to some railway tracks while the villain twiddles is <laughs> the start, you know? But, 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 but the point is, it's like, but it's really fucking close. It's it's really fucking close. It's, it's really an unbelievably good film. It and yeah. it's just and you can see everything that went right and wrong with the Bond film started here, like so. Yeah, no, I get you. Like it's, for, and, it's where the formula really hits. Yeah, the and for the, and that's for me why. It, and it's also it's a perfect. If even if you, like if you take Doctor No from Russia with Love away, right? Yeah, and just had Goldfinger as a film all on its own with no backstory, no yeah. history, you would still get every second of that film. Yeah, I completely get it. We're, one weird little note on Goldfinger is Sean Connery's hair. So <laughs> Dr. No, you can see his hair is just like normal, but it's like thinning. I mean, this is no disrespect, man, by the way. But he looks like a real human being. Yeah. From Russia With Love, they've done something to his hair where he, his hair looks terrific. And then in Goldfinger, his hair starts to look slightly weird, considering the film. His hair starts to look right. I, could, I kind of got distracted by his hair in certain shots because I was like, I, I haven't quite got his hair right. I don't know. I think it's for lighting or something. There's definitely something up with his hair in Goldfinger. I know it has some weird things. I never realized. But you know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter. It's like I say, it's a tiny thing. Just one little point. This, this will take too long, but I really have, while you're talking about Bond, I, I was talking about this with Jenny a couple of nights ago. And I've come up and said, I don't know if I'm the only person to have done this. I might be. I might not be. I don't recall seeing this anywhere. So if I have innovated, I, I will take your credit. Uh, and if I've homaged, I'll take the credit. Um, there's not a single James Bond film title that can't be improved with the, ad the addition of the word fucking. Fucking Goldfinger. So, so, well, no, no, yeah. It's how you say it. It's like, fucking, fucking Goldfinger. Fucking Goldfinger. Fucking Yeah, or, or, and, or and, Dr. Dr. Fucking No. And here we go. Here, here's another one. Oh, fucking Spectre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking spectre. A quantum of fucking solid. A quantum of fucking solid. Like Dr. Fucking No. Die <laughs> another fucking day. Fucking day. It works tomorrow. Tomorrow never fucking <laughs> A license tomorrow to fucking, fucking kill. Kill. It works a fucking really license well. to kill. A fucking license to kill. A fucking license. There's to not kill. a single never say ne no, never fucking say never again. Yeah. Fucking never <laughs> say never again. <laughs> I think it's never fucking say never again. Never fucking say never. Never again. fucking say never again. It's in the spirit. I still like fucking goldfinger. And, and, and they find her dead when she's yeah, dead covered in gold. Fucking goldfinger. Fucking goldfinger. And actually, actually, and this works two ways. You could go. Yeah. A, you could go f a view to a fucking kill. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Fucking, or a fucking a view to a kill. Or a fucking view to a kill. A fucking view to a kill. <laughs> I love that. The spy, the spy who fucking loved me. The spy, the spy who, the, the fucking spy who loved me. It the worked both spy ways. Advice. I still think the spy, the spy who fucking loved me. <laughs> For your fucking eyes only. 
They're all better. I want the Blu-ray set with that. That's what I want. That is, anyway, I mean, that is actually I apologise, but I really like it. No, no, and, and that's going in the show notes. So look, we've okay, been back cool. to the cinema. The curtains dimmed. The the lights, the curtains dim. No, the curtains open. The lights. <laughs> the curtains fucking fell over. The, the, the lights dim. The lights. Yeah. We had an excessive amount of Cineworld World Welcome Back adverts, which mm-hmm. irk me. Although still no sign of Phil, so I'm thinking Phil is still on furlough. Thank fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're back. And I've seen four films at the cinema in the last week and a half. I'm seeing my fifth one today. Going to see Cruella today. Oh, we want to see that. Interested. Um, we, we want to see that. It looks fun. It looks fun. So let's start with one I know we've both seen. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start because I'm definitely sure you haven't seen Peter Rabbit to the Runaway. No, no. Actually, have I seen? So I've seen Spiral. Those who wish me dead. Peter Rabbit two. Or maybe I've only seen three. I thought it's in four. I've only seen three. Hold on, I could have sworn I've and made four, four, four tonight. Four tonight. Four tonight. Oh, uh, but how those, bad is the, it going to be? Those, those who wish me dead. Those you said that already. Oh, those who wish me dead. Spiral, Peter Rabbit 2. Or maybe yeah, I have three. only seen three. Yeah, okay. How? Right, hold up your left hand and put all your fingers down and start raising your fingers with each film. Yeah, <laughs> Spiral, those yes. who wish me dead, Peter Rabbit yes. 2. But I'm sure, you know when you're like, have I missed one? I don't yes. think I have. I don't think I have. Anyway, fuck it. Um, let's start with Spiral from the book. <laughs> In the show notes, can you please add Phil Learns to Count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let, let's start with Spiral from the book of... It wasn't Snore. that bad. It wasn't that bad. It's a good um, thing, but it's not, it's not that bad. Um, it wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. Why, why did Chris Rock make a sequel to Lethal Weapon 4 with Samuel L. Jackson in it? I mean, this is arguably more enjoyable than Lethal Weapon 4. Lethal I like Lethal Weapon 4. Flat. I will defend that it's, film to death. It's fun, but I can't call it good. Oh, no, it's terrible. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I like My biggest issue with this film, and it's, the, it's an issue I have with this actor in general, right? Ooh. Samuel L. Jackson makes films and breaks films. And for me, in this film, like, he was... So, I could take Chris Rock, because Chris Rock was brilliant in this actually he was he weirdly was really good at it. he made he he because he's kind of our way in and we still don't know everything about him which i quite like like i quite liked that idea yeah but sam like, jackson you know, broke the fourth wall for me completely and i was just like i agree i can't disagree with that i think he was miscast unfortunately i, I don't I you can't think... you can't put nick fury into a sore film no Lawrence Fishburne. Really... larry Larry, the reason get Larry in or get keeps, Forrest. Sam Jackson keeps getting mistaken for him. I think, I think Larry. I think. Oh Larry God, yeah. Like, I'm going to get a call from Samuel L. Jackson now, telling me we don't all <laughs> look the same, motherfucker. <laughs> no, out of those, out of those actors, I'd say Larry makes sense. Yeah, like so, I could, I could take, I could take a Larry in this. I definitely couldn't take a Sam. And so you couldn't have that... them both be. I don't you know what part of the problem is. Part of the problem is Sam Jackson is just absurdly iconic. I mean, as is Fishbone, fantastic. Yeah, but, but, but. You couldn't. Fishburne's more comedian. Without, well, well, partly, but also, like you can't. I get why it works, right? If you picture, right, Chris Rock being Sam Jackson's son in a movie makes. Oh yeah, hundred percent, completely, absolutely fine. Their chemistry and, together was was and good. Like, in a buddy cop but, movie, right? In a, exactly. in a buddy or, cop or, or odd but cop, in, but, but in almost any genre, like in in almost any film, yeah. Having them play father and son. Fine, Win. absolutely fine, and and their stuff together did work. However, having both of them be super snark in this in this movie yeah. 
you needed you needed Fishburne to be the serious. You need yeah. You needed the dad to be the opposite of the son. Yeah, if yeah, the son yeah. is too and intense. He needed to be taken. It just it it. it and I know what I'm saying. I know how picky I'm sounding, but I agree. With no, that. no, no, no. But it, work. it, and it that, did not work. That was one of given how things. given how seriously ended. Given how seriously it yeah, yeah. is for him, it it just that did not. Yeah. That didn't play so, really. So three things. So that, down, yeah. yeah, three things that didn't work for me, which Ooh. inherently spoiled the entire film. That was number one. Two yeah, for a horror film, it was distinctly in a horror torture porn film. There were really only two traps that you saw up until three. maybe there the end. There up until three. the end, you had you had the nail, you had the you had the first one. So you had the tongue, the fingers, and you had the face. Like ah, all, all three. Yeah, no, no. So I have an issue with the face. Okay, all right. You, but they are, see. But they are no, but you, you 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 see you see the after effects. Of it. Yeah, but that's the point. And like, yeah. I, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think you have to always see every kill. Do me a favor. If you're listening to this podcast, you haven't listened, you haven't watched the film, oh, and you yeah. don't care about the movie, skip yeah. forward about two minutes because I have to spoil. I have to say something here. The moment, right? Spoiler territory. From now, we'll be back in about a minute. The moment you didn't see his face. Yeah. Even though I already guessed the twist, I was like, "Well, yes. that's fucking obvious now." Literally, really I was like, because, "It's that guy." It's funny. Dumb. It's funny because I didn't. I, I did guess a number of people, and as and the as, moment he turned I up, was, I guessed him. The fr- well, I was like, yeah, "That's him." But, well, I mean, I could kind of, I could kind of get. But the time when it became obvious is when we see the flashback and we see what he sees. Yeah, that that totally obviously at that point you just go click. But I will say, my friend who I saw it with. She identified from 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 the, ta- the tattoo onwards. Yeah, when no, you had li- the skin of the tattoo, and yeah. I was like, I didn't quite pick up on it at that point. For I didn't reason, even get the I- tattoo. I literally got it from the moment he turned up, and I was like, well, it's blatantly yeah. going to be him. Because, like, yeah. if you look at the whole, well, I feel like it's too. The problem is with me is I when I look at things, like, I go, that would be too obvious. Yeah, and and I think I, in my yeah. head, I was like, that is either going to be too obvious. It was always three or four, or really. Yeah, I shit. thought it might be. I thought it might be the dad at one point. Yeah. Because, uh, because of how he was, but that's a red hair. But I also knew that's probably a red hair yeah. because um, of how he. So no spoilers from this point onwards. Um, yeah, yeah. Which takes back into the room, which is the inherent problem of a saw film is it's always building to a twist, and if that twist doesn't work, and this twist did not work on any level for me, like not who it was, the the end part of the twist, like the the police at the end. And their laughable amount of um, shooting, which just fucking made me laugh. That was, I, I that was ridiculous. Was, I was laughing. That, that was point. yeah. That, that that was ridiculous. If yeah. all of that I, doesn't I work, then all you've got left is a is a really oh, and also the other thing that fucking drives me mad. The first time you see the police captain, and this is why I made the lethal weapon reference. The first yeah. time you see the police captain, she's shouting at someone at Chris Rock, yeah. I think, and you're like, yeah. really, really, we are literally now thirty years if not longer, post the shouting police captain trope? I mean, I I, look, I can't disagree with that, except for I didn't have a problem with it, because I don't mind tropes. But it, it sort of depends it's death me. by a thousand cuts, right? The shouting police yeah. captain, on its own, fine. The twist, mm, on its own, if it's constructed well enough, I'll go, I, I didn't buy it, but it, that's okay. Like, I think like I, the, yeah. the, the traps yeah. on their own, fine. Yeah. And look, the whole point is, sort of, like, each one of those traps you're meant to be able to get out of and not one of those traps you could actually get out of, which was funny. Like, it's like, no, basically but, 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 to be, but to be fair, though, to be fair, I'm not trying to do too much work for the movie. The killer is a copycat killer who wasn't the John guy, the guy who was trying to let, 
So he was just killing people. He That's the problem, really, though. The moment you start to justify... He wasn't actually... No, but what I'm saying is he wasn't Saw. He wasn't the guy who did that. He was the guy who was Getting just... Getting revenge, yeah. But again, right, exactly. which is so, fine, yeah. get that out there, right? Make it a bit yeah. more... Make well, it I a think, bit more obvious. I, think I would like to know, not that I'm that bothered, but I would like to know what bits were cut out of it because there were definitely jumps in it where I was like, what have we lost for time? I'm glad it was as short as it was actually in the end. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I it kind of ran through. Not in a, no, 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 I was fine with it, except for it, it, it sort of, it sort of stayed its running time. I agree if I'd have seen it at home, maybe it'd be better at home. I don't know. I was just so glad yeah. to be in the cinema. I think it does. I think the film does enough of what it's supposed to do. The problem is that there are problems. Yeah. You're at, I, I'm not going to disagree with anything you've said so far, except for me, the film probably worked a little bit better in terms of me just enjoying what was going on. Yeah, I found attention. I found attention reasonably good. I think the first. I think the build works very well, and that's kind of the problem when the build works well, and then everything else, like it says. And I do actually like what the killer was trying to do. Like I loved the idea. We can't do spoilers, do we? But the idea of what he was trying to do and what he tries to get Chris Rock yeah. to do, that stuff to me was interesting. But because it happens so late. There's no time for them to even like, like, like for me, the better thing to do would be for Rock to actually start doing the thing that he said, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and then and then it all goes wrong. Like maybe he's doing it to set up the killer. Like he actually yeah. goes along with the plan because partly there's a part of him that probably does want to do what he's telling him. So there's no the pro- one of the key problems. I know there are other problems. Is the fact that he never really gets to wrestle with actually do- what the killer no. wants to do after a fashion is justified. Yeah, what the killer oh, no. actually wants to do is, and I liked that, and I liked, I liked the fact that the end kind of parallels the end of the first one a little bit, a little bit with like the closing door and all of that stuff. I like that there's room for more, except for I'm not sure I want another one. That's troublesome, I, I right? Quite happily never see another. But I do. No, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of with you. I would have to. Be there. So here's my thing. The thing where. I, I think my part of my issue is I think I liked what the film could have been, which is that's no way to judge a movie. The thing that I really liked, sorry, the one I really liked was Jigsaw. I thought Jigsaw after the original Saw films, because in many ways, this is more like that film, because I like yeah. that it's kind of a cop, a cop killer movie rather than a Saw movie, except that I think it just got confused. Like I, I, just, also, I think it got confused along the way. But Jigsaw, to me, yeah. I don't, you, have you seen it? It's much yeah, yeah. more like a, a seven-esque a seven-esque type thriller. It's not perfect. And I know it kind of goes downhill a little bit, but I like what that film set out to do more because it felt more cohesive and it felt more like an actual cop chasing a kid. A bit like Manhunter. It had yeah. a bit of a do you know the other problem I have? Yeah. And this, this is just a really small thing. But again, mm-hmm. it's that combination of lots of little things. Um, yeah, okay. Wh- why is it like Saw, every video is the puppet. Right, yeah. In this... It's the puppet. It's a man in a mask. It's a puppet. Yeah. It's a man in a mask. Yeah. It's a, there's no consistency to its own logic. Well, and well, actually, no, no, fucking annoying. I'm not. Sh- no, I'm not sure about. It. I think that in the end, you're you're in the end. It may have not have done it very well. In the end, you realise that the puppet is supposed to be that character, a certain character. Yeah, no, no, you you absolutely get it. But then it should have been but more consistent through the through. It, it's. I I I agree. I mean, I, I do get that. I think just, that there's probably been a better way to build to what it is. But I did like that moment it when, you realize, look, when you realise when you realise what the video is. You know, I thought yeah, I was not like I, 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 I weirdly didn't hate it. I didn't like yeah. it. I didn't love it. I didn't enjoy it. But I, I think didn't... it's. I mean, yeah. Look, 
I don't want to call it mediocre. I don't think mediocre is fair. So I think a lot went into this film. Yeah. I think, the, I think, and this is just purely speculation. I think part of the itch, issue is, and I know this is an easy word to use, it is patchy. And I would be sincerely curious. No, no, I would be sincerely curious to see the fully instated, but like, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Say, oh, no. Because no, I'd no, be no, curious to no. see if it actually built. I'm drawing the line under fucking Snyder Cuts. I do not <laughs> want to see another. That's not what I mean. That's no, but, I mean. It is, but it's that thing I'd that everyone's now like, see... oh, the film was I... shit, so no, let's release another no, version. No, no, but I'm just. Too... No, because the for, for, for reason why I'm saying this, uh, sorry, the reason I'm saying about this one is I felt I might be wrong, but just given the way that the film moved, I, no, no. I liked one of the things I liked about the film was it was always moving forward. Yeah. There was a very kinetic feel to it. You don't get a like 90 film minute horror film without having a, a shitload of stuff on the on the cutting room. I floor. wonder I wonder if there was without sounding weird, like between 10 and 15 minutes. But and I would if I, I would actually watch it, I'd be curious to see it. Not I have nothing else to see. Does it flow better? Are yeah. those I, are those bits where you're just going, why the fuck did, does that go away? A hundred percent. I do not want to see another fucking Snyder cut of anything. Like people out there going, oh, well, the Suicide Squad would be so much better if we had the director's cut. No, it wouldn't. No, 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 no it wouldn't. No, it, 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 the only thing I would say is it would probably be just be a bit more, it would hopefully be a bit more comprehensive. You don't really want a director's cut. You just want a proper editor, not the trailer yeah. editors. You want, you want a story editor to go through. So if you, and again, I would watch that because I would like to see a version of that film but wasn't just be going, just fucking stop. Just stop for a minute. I, t- you know I still I mean? think like Will Smith's good I don't think and any- I still love Margot Robbie. So do I. No, no, but, but there are aspects of that film. I think I've seen it probably three times now. And you just sort of go, there is a problem. Like, like, it is the most the ed- frustrating the editing- film. Yes, exactly. And I do, so whether you call it a director's cut, whether you call it an editor's cut, I would like to see a film that was, I would cheerfully watch a version of that that was, Without getting too complicated here, half an hour longer. I, I really would if it if it was more stable. If it's a more stable yeah, film, yeah, and you could just see. Now, I don't think it gets any better. I don't think it makes like Carla Delevingne's fucking floppy dancing ain't, uh, uh. evil witchery terrible. But but I would still watch. I I I know it's, this is so so speculative. I would pretty much. <laughs> I'd be willing to believe that that version of the film would be just better. I yeah. feel like the ultimate part of, of, of Batman vs Superman, I, regardless of what you think of that film, that version is a lot it better. Is. Than I tell you what, though, what you could easily do with Suicide Squad is get rid of, like, what they should have done, and, like, I'll probably get some flack for this, is just made the joke of the bad guy of that film. And, like, have the Suicide I Squad get that. going I after the Joker. Get that. Harley yes, Quinn... Harley yes, Quinn going, am I with who, the Joker or right, am I with exactly. the Suicide Squad? Yes, absolutely. Well, but again, have the, have, the thing that fucked me up most about Suicide Squad, aside from all the problems, was the fact that they never a squad that goes on a mission. They get assembled, <laughs> they get assembled, and then one of them is the bad guy. Like, 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 like uber bad, like absurdly. So they never even get to get together and train or do anything. No. Like they should have been assembled to do a mission, like a specific mission. Anyway, like I think we might have gone slightly off. Oh off man. Piece but but uh, that's the thing, but that's the thing, you know, it's awful. So we haven't, uh, I, I, I know that Ross hasn't seen the other films that I've seen. I don't think I've seen the other films Ross has seen. So we'll cover them in a bit less detail. Uh, Peter yeah. Rabbit 2, The Runaway was actually entertaining. Oh, um, fair enough. The interesting thing, listen to, um, listen to Mark Kermode's uh, podcast with um, the BBC Five live podcast this week because you know how Kermode shit on the first Peter Rabbit film. His review yes. last week, he was like, I'm not being arrogant, but it feels like they listened to my review and are <laughs> referencing it in this film. 
And but he's like, but that's absolutely not what's going to happen. Anyway, the director of the film came on this week and said, yeah, we listened to your review. And actually, we were taking we were referencing it. And it was a reason why we made some of the changes. Wow. And the director and Mark Camote had a chat about the basically a chat about critic the relationship between critics and filmmakers and yeah. the, the the director was saying look you know i don't read the good reviews i it goes i just scroll down and read the next bad review like you could i don't read the what people nice things that people say i read the bad things that people say and just, the relationship between and how he was saying how like some people don't review the film they review like like the situation and nothing to do or they like they've never seen it he goes that's it's a really interesting chat and it absolutely warrants listening to. It's fascinating. Um, the film itself was absolutely fine. Uh, your next one then, Ross, your, your, your first one to, that I isn't. To, I, have to make, I have to make comments about something very quickly because something's just blown my mind. So I've gone on Amazon yes. and I have ordered the True Romance, the Blu-ray version that you said, but not the 4K one, just the normal Blu-ray, but it's basically the same yep. set without the 4K. And I'm very excited. However, <laughs> The thing that I'm very excited about, and I'm excited about that, is um, there is a Blu-ray steel case of a film that I love dearly being released on June the 21st with loads of extras. That and it is me. some And it is some kind of wonderful. Nice. They're doing, a, they're doing a Blu-ray steel case with loads of extras of some kind of wonderful. And I, am, cool. I have pre-ordered that along with uh, with Virgil. I am very, very, the true very, romance, very um, Arrow release looks amazing. Yeah. No, no, it does. I mean, I had, I had a quick glance. This presentation is fantastic. And again, lots of new extras. So yeah. both have been pre-ordered. But I, of all the films to be released properly, I am genuinely surprised that Some Kind of Wonderful is getting this treatment. Right. I'm Go on, really, then. really surprised. Crack on with your, your first cinema film that isn't Spiral from the Book of Saul. Right. So... Um, I don't remember what we've reviewed already, but I, did I tell you about Singing in the Rain? You told me you, that was going to be your first film. Right. Okay. So my, so my three films in a cinema, uh, Singing in the Rain with uh, yep. Jenny. We went to get Prince Charles Cinema on the opening day of you know, cinemas, which was wonderful. I actually had, for everyone out there, I had a, a panic attack on the way though, which was very upsetting. Oh, wow. Um, it was the first time I've had a panic attack. I've had probably six or seven in my life. And it, it was on my way. By the time I got to Left Square, I was a lot better, but I felt quite vulnerable. And I told Jenny just to make sure she knew what's going on, sort of thing. But I was like, we had a lovely evening after that, by the way. But it was a, it was a proper panic attack, um, which was interesting. Uh, but the film itself is incredible. Uh, there was a few people that I knew, because the Prince Charles was packed, socially distanced, but packed. And there were a couple of uh, friends there that was lovely to see them. So that was a really lovely experience. Uh, next to my story of cinema was, of course, Spiral, uh, with, with uh, with a, a, oh, uh, Cheryl Bernister, who came on the yeah. podcast from Pike Veronica. And we, 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 enjoyed, we enjoyed watching it. I, like I say, I know what, the, I, I can see the flaws, uh, but we had, a, we had a good time. It was a good time at, at uh, cinema, you know, at the O2. And that's, it's a fun cinema. And then the most recent one, which was last night, was The Unholy, which was, um, it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, okay. Uh, it's based on a James Herbert book called The Shrine. And uh, it's got Bill Sadler, who's a big fan, obviously. Uh, and oh, Car- uh, Carrie Elwes, funny enough, as a, a somewhat, a somewhat <laughs> oh, no. self, uh, somewhat, I love Carrie Elwes, somewhat self serving bishop. Um, and it's a very, so here's the thing if you've it's, seen horror films, yeah. The Unholy is like, I don't know, four out of 10 or something. If you haven't seen horror films, The Unholy is like a six out of 10 in terms of 
I, it gets it, it goes through efficiently. It's like one hour. It's like ninety seven minutes, which is not bad. All of the scares are like everything's obvious. It's the possession thing. Uh, people think that this girl's possessed by Mary, mother of God, because she's able to heal people. It turns out it's a bad version, you know, and all that stuff. Oh, no. Um, yeah. What a surprise. But it, it is like, like, if you've seen The Omen and, uh, I don't know, any one of like 600 movies, um, if there's not an original bone in its body, and it starts, I will say, it starts weak source. Like, 10 minutes in, I was like, oh. And it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who I think is great. I love but, Jeffrey like, Dean Morgan. But... First ten minutes, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, but I will say it settles down, and it, it, it is, I, you know, I hate to say it, it's okay. It's no better than okay, but I've seen. I put it in my letterbox. You could do worse. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say the cinema trip was worth it, um, but um, but it, it does all of the things. I guess what I'm getting at is it, a, a bit like uh, Without Remorse, and whatever the other film was the other day by the numbers. It's a yeah. possession film by the numbers. The CGI stuff is fine. Like everything's fine. Um, yeah, that's brilliant. It's great to be in the cinema. It's great to watch a genre movie in the cinema. You know, that's it. But you, if you watch it, you'll sit there going, "There are no surprises." It's fine. It, yeah. it does what it's it does what it's supposed to do. Done. You know, it's fine. <laughs> I want to see something better. I want to see something better. Well, True Romance Night's going to be fantastic. I want to see a new film that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> Please, um, let me see a new film that's good. So I watched... Uh, yeah, I know, right. And that that's kind of my issue here, that none of these films mm-hmm. are what I would describe as... Um, Great. Uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead is a um, weird, I weird, do want to see it. I, fucking weird movie. What? I do want to see it because I'm a massive Taylor Sheridan fan in terms of Wind River and uh, Hell or High Water. So... Is it a good film? Ooh. It's okay. I absolutely didn't hate it. Is it a... Um, what's the biggest issue with it? Do you buy Angelina Jolie as a firefighting smoke jumper? I barely buy her as a human being in films. Yeah. Like, and she, that's not a joke. I'm not I fucking around. Like, I, 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 I don't mean this to be rude because I genuinely don't. But she looks so so fragile in that mm-hmm. film that you just you fear that anytime she's going to walk, her own bones are going to break. Do I no. buy that as a smoke jumping super? No. Um, and then then you've got this like <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's like it's like the towering inferno meets gross point blank, but without the humor. Like two two hitmen that are far too fucking serious for their own good, and mm. like that genuinely seem to be in a completely different movie. And then this kind of fire plot, which is insane. And as someone said, like there's like the the, the woman that plays John Benthal, but I can never pronounce his surname. Yeah, Berenthal's wife should have been the lead in this film because right. she is fucking awesome. She's pregnant and she's basically kicking people's ass and shooting people. Right. And it has like a couple of brutal sequences. And then it just has like just loads of gum. And it like it tonally, I absolutely have no idea what they were going for. Like there are three different movies here smashed into one. And every single one of them is worse off because of it. Yet, yet, Mm. I genuinely didn't hate it. And I was quite entertained. 
Okay. I mean, it is Taylor Sheridan, so hopefully some of it works, you know. He's quite a workman-like director, is Taylor Sheridan. I mean, to me, he is like the new, and I mean, with some great respect, Peckinpah or uh, Frankenheimer, like Walter Hill, no. even. Walter Hill. No, I think in... Hell or High Water. Well, I think mm. Hell or High Water and Wind River. I think they're pretty Walter Hill. Hell or High Water is a good film. Yeah, that's a good film. It's great. What about Wind River? You didn't like Wind River? I can't remember it, if I'm honest. It's fucking amazing. The Renner one, the snow one in the snow. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. If, maybe you haven't seen it. It's fucking, you, you should remember. It. You should. Oh, it's on, fucking great. Wind River. Oh, hold on. Great. Yeah, no, I'm getting, um, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, yes, I gave it a seven out of ten. That's great. It's a great movie. Uh, yes, I gave it seven out of ten. So I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um, look, it's, 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 it's a really weird film. It's a really weird film. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was okay. Um, but absolutely, you know, it, it it's, it's, it visually, it's, it's very pretty. Um, they've done a very, very good oh, job. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, look. Um, we because you haven't finished watching it. Let's fin- let's quickly talk about Army of the Dead, and we can talk about it more when you finish watching it. Why yeah. have you not finished? Watching I will it? finish it. Like because it's just been because Jenny doesn't want to finish watching it, and I need some time. I will finish watching Jenny, it either today. Jenny is today so right. Well, it's fair enough. It's just not her type of movie. It's um, I'm amazed. Fucking I'm amazed awful. she watched the first though. It's not fucking awful. I think that's it's, the beginning. The opening title sequence is fantastic. Yes. It is. It is probably two, four, five minutes of the best piece of a zombie film I have yeah, seen since Zack Snyder's it harkens, Dawn. Well, I was going to say it harkens back to his Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, and yeah. at that point, after that, everything goes tits up. Like I'm piss sure poor CGI, true. fucking mm. uh, men on a like literally. I'm going to blow your mind on this, right? Oh, hold on. Oh, you probably haven't got to that bit yet. I won't blow your mind. I'm on about. This. I'm about. I've got about. I've got about. Not quite an hour. I've probably got like 55 minutes. I'll probably go back about 10 minutes to get back into it as well. I, I cannot tell you how many times with them basically about to be blown up by a nuclear bomb, they stopped Ooh. to have a heart-to-heart chat. There is right, no yeah. forward momentum or pace in that film. They are literally, literally about to get blown up by a nuclear bomb if they don't do this shit, right? And I've yeah. never known a film where they just stop and backtrack so many times for no reason whatsoever to have heart to heart. It's like, yeah, I, I get you want to have a heart to heart conversation. Fucking brilliant. Do it when you're not about to be blown up. Well, and yeah. You take that aside, like the whole zombie hierarchy thing is weird. It's not like. I quite like, I quite like that. So far, at least. I quite like it. I like, like that it's not exactly what you think it's going to be. At least um, not yet. And that's exactly my problem is that like someone pick if someone came to me and said, I've got a pitch for you, gone. So we're gonna do Dawn of the Dead, but kind of with a kind of with a bit of a, a tongue-in-cheek mixed with Oceans Eleven, I would have gone, fucking take my money. Like yeah. that sounds like the best thing ever. And what they do is they basically do Day of the Dead, the remake, which is like like this really messy, scruffy. I don't think it's messy. So far. I really don't think it's messy at it's, the moment. I don't think it's messy. The, oh my god! And do you know the I worst thing? And, and the worst thing is, other than that title sequence, and hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this. On that title sequence, that film could have been directed by anyone. There is not one flash of Zack Snyder's panache, slow motion, irritating visual stylings, or editing in that film. 
I'm not it sure literally I could have been... But I'm not sure. But I'm not sure I can complain about not having irritating no, visuals. But, <laughs> but but that's the point. Kind of... Like like there's nothing that says this is a Zack Snyder movie other than that title sequence, which is brilliant. Mm. It literally yeah. looks like he filmed the title sequence, said to his first AD, oh, "There you go, mate. There's the keys. You've got this." Went down do the pipe know, and came back at the end of it. But you know, I don't know if you know this. He, you know, he was for DOP. Like he didn't have a DOP. He did it himself. Yeah, no, I, so I he, saw he that. wasn't working. So what I'm saying, so look, and again, for what it's worth, right? I mean, look, Tarantino, DOP for, for Death Proof, whatever, he did a good job. I'm not going to disagree with you saying in terms of the visual styles, although I will say, I don't think the visual style is that different from the original Dawn of the Dead. And I don't think that's a bad thing. At least it's not, on the, at so least, at least not yet. Visually, it's, it's so, how can you make zombies in Las Vegas boring? This I, blows I, my fucking I just don't think tiny mind. But I just don't think it's boring. At least not yet. At least not yet. It's, I don't think it's but boring. But just yet. visually, it's so flat. Like I've I not. Know. I, I cannot remember seeing a. It is like I said. It's literally like like he handed the keys to the first AD and then fucked off for the rest of the film. Because I just don't see that. That title sequence is amazing. Yeah. Genuinely yeah, and amazing. It tells such, and it tells an amazing story. You sort of think that woman's going to be the lead, and then she sacked. You know all about. I won't give it what you know. But like um. I, I think that's yeah. I think the storytelling. Of, I I listen. I can agree. I think the storytelling of the opening titles is fantastic, as well as the visuals, right? Yeah. Like in terms of what you see happening, I think. Why do we not get that film? But I just, why is that the, not the film? But, but, but at the moment, I don't think it is in that film yet. But I also, just don't. it's I, it's yeah, genuinely like so like it should be Zombieland meets Ocean's Eleven. Like they fucking trail. I get that. I get they that. trail I get that. the guy with the big fucking saw that uses it in the title sequence. And this is the best fucking thing I've ever seen in a zombie movie. And my head is going, oh my God, that versus yeah. zombies. This is going to be fucking... And he never uses it again, ever, in the yeah, film. That's a shame. Oh, what that sucks, the actual fuck? That's literally that like, that like bit, giving yeah, me a porno about a cum shot, right? Like, yeah, that like, in the titles is amazing. Yeah, amazing. and you're like, and that's the thing, right? That's the movie. If Army of the Dead had been that movie, do you know what it turns into? And I fucking shit you not, and we talked about this earlier... That movie is the Suicide Squad, or no, sorry, Suicide Squad, because yeah. it it has this great premise, like, and also how fucking slowly can they get the group together? Like, genuinely, that getting just, the gang think, together is an no hour problem. of the film, and if nothing I have, at happens. The moment, at the moment, I just I just don't have any problems with it. And I'm not saying it's great; it's not the greatest one I've seen. But at the moment, I've been perfectly so far. I've been perfectly. Do you know what I should probably do? Is I should probably start it again from the beginning. Like to go right back I, to the beginning. I, I and genuinely think at two and a half hours long, you should just save your time and just do something else. And no, I don't I do mean that flippantly. It. There is no, 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 nothing no. that's worth finishing. No, I'm, 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 I'm committed to finishing it. Unless I suddenly, listen, when I start watching it again, maybe I'll go, fuck it, why am I watching this? I don't know. It, it might happen. Is, Usually I find things better the second time. Though. It's, I don't it, know. And the thing or is, right, shit, you know? the thing is, I don't think it's, I genuinely don't think it's a bad, it, it's not Bad enough. This is what to I'm saying. Bad. It's not. It's not an awful. It's not an awful no, no, film. But by do you get what I'm saying? It's not bad enough yes. to be bad. It's. It's a. The worst score I ever give is a five out of ten, right? Yeah. Because a five out of ten effectively means I really could not give any less of a fuck about this film. Army of the Dead is for me the five out of ten. I literally couldn't give less of a fuck about that film. But this is like, funny because for me, for me, five is. 
for me, five is the film does what it's supposed to do and no more. So for me, five five is a film that is like it's like it's like the perfect medium. As in this film, I don't mean it's doing everything to the best of its ability, but this film is doing what it takes to be what it's doing. Does that make sense? And then for me, everything on top of that is good. And for me, then if if it's not doing what it's supposed, like if you're kind of going, this is without getting specific. This is a zombie. Blah 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 blah. It does all the zombie stuff. But uh, but I haven't got much more to say about it than that. That's a five out of ten. If it's worse than that, if it's like this is supposed to be a horror film, but there's only horror in the last three minutes, which a lot of films, you know, kind of do that shit. That's to me when it starts to become a four or a three or whatever. I think five to me is like a film does what it at least what it's supposed to do. No, that for me that's a six. A six is a film. I see that. I said, but a six a, is one. A, a six a, for me is one I like. More. I like a bit more. Like, but a five, a five for me is just a film. I just don't. I had. I literally walked away and went, big shoulder shrug. Meh. To be yeah. fair, the more I talk about this, the more it's dropping to a fucking four. Um, also, like, I I am not an editor. I never loved editing, but I could absolutely make this film. 45 minutes shorter and make it better. Oh, look, listen, I, I can't disagree with that. Like, I'm, I'm not saying you can't, we couldn't get there sooner. At, at the, again, at the moment. But get I, there sooner. I just, My I God, just have to, but I haven't seen, what I'm getting at is I haven't, okay, I've watched what, an hour and 10 of it or whatever, 65 minutes of it. Have they even got I to Vegas? Sat, I never said, yeah, definitely. Beyond that, they're willing to Vegas. But it, it was, um, but I, but I just haven't sat there going, Going no, no. What's that? Happen? Why is that? Happen? I haven't. I just haven't had that reaction at all yet. I just, at all. When it gets to the end, maybe I'll be like, "Well, what was the fucking point of that?" I just shit does want, go down that way sometimes. I just, I genuinely just, I wanted Zombieland meets Ocean's Eleven. I get that. I I, I don't disagree with that, but again, I can't judge. And what I not got be, is not being most... what I thought it was going to be. No, but what I got was the most cookie cutter Suicide Squad zombie movie which didn't even have didn't even have Zack Snyder's in your face visual style yeah I get which that. at I least that. at least gave it something right this is this is this is season three fear the walking dead or season That's four when it doesn't, so season four is when it gets a lot better <laughs> no no <laughs> really, so, so season one and two are okay I think season three is yeah. excellent season four shit Season five's worse. Season, season six really good. It basically is the, the shit. No, what's the one? What's the one? I thought without getting into it too much. I thought was it season four or season, where they completely where Garrett Dillahunt comes into it? And they change it to General, but all of that was great. That's season four, so there must be season oh, three. Great. Yeah. yeah, season three. I can yeah. believe that. Yeah. I can believe that. Season so, four is gets really great. And, and and that's my my issue here is that like like I like the posters, the trailer. It's like it. This film, yeah, but dude, you, you, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't pay attention. No, 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 but, but no, 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 like, no, no, but yeah. this film, this film's ego is writing checks, it fucking, its body cannot cash, right? Like, so this no, 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 hang on, whoa, whoa, so whoa, whoa. I, no, hang on, but hang on, hang on. If it's the next Netflix film, it's already, it's beyond you, it's already made money, it doesn't, do you know what I'm getting at? Like, the, the, the writing checks, yeah, but no, but like, yeah, but money. Like, like, Justice League oh. made money and it was terrible, like. 
like fucking Titanic no, made I'm money. What I, mean, what I mean is, if this was already going to be a Netflix film, it, it, the, 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 the money aspect of it is just not relevant. Like, no, no, I mean, no. But when they say he, yeah. he goes writing checks, his body can't cash. I'm not talking about the actual money side of it. I'm talking about the story, what Snyder was right, talking yeah. about. Like, like yeah. this is me. This is me with no studio, no fucking right. Warner Brothers telling well, me what I can Netflix, and can't do. But, but Netflix is a studio. <laughs> no, but Netflix have no creative control. Like no, Netflix you know are I mean, renowned for just cool. saying, here's your money, yeah, make your film. So, th- yeah, so this is Snyder it. basically, and Snyder literally said, this is me, uncut, unrestrained, everything, balls to the fucking wall, everything I wanted to do. And you kind of go, okay. well, that's but maybe it was though. But then, but then maybe it was though. Maybe that's what he wanted to do. No, but Who are we to say? But, but but to have like for a guy that has bitched and fucking wailed about yes, how much he's been controlled and yes. and restrained and everything that's gone on, right? For him to then turn around and go like, yeah, this is this is me, right? This is this is the film I wanted to make, and you just kind of go, ah, so you really are quite a shit director then. Oh, okay, cool. We know now, right? We literally know that you are a shit director. Brilliant, cool. We don't. There's no more question anymore. I don't need to watch another Zack Snyder film, like. I know you're a shit director because you've been given all the money, all the time, all the freedom, and this is what you came up with. Okay, cool, brilliant. Give all the money, all the time, and all the freedom to Shane Black and see what you come up with. Like, basically, well, let's hope it's not. Hang on, let's hope it's not. Well, let's hope it's not Predators because Predators was unbearable. He didn't direct that though, did he? Yes, he did. Oh yeah, he did. But that was massive studio issues on that. Sucked. But there was massive studio issues on that. Right, also, and also casting his mate, who turned out to be... Um, that was awkward. Played, which, um, ha- which happened in Army... By the way, the thing that Army of the Dead did exceptionally well was replace Crystal Lee with Tig Notaro. Uh, did it, did it, though? I did that did really it, did well. It, did it, Because there's if only really one scene where she's with the whole cast, and then the rest of it, but it's yeah, like... But that was the, but that was the, let's, but that was the let's point. Let's cut to the side shot of Tig to see her opinion. Oh, doesn't, doesn't not standing anyway. Let's cut back if you to the group. But if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. Of course. And you can say that about any film, right? Like, you could say that about the Kevin Spacey one where he got chopped out wholesale. You would never yeah, know. Yeah, I'm never going to watch that film. I actually <laughs> did. It's fucking awful. Why would, you do, why would you do that? Although there are a couple <laughs> of shots of Kevin Spacey still in the film from behind, which is hysterical. It's like, yeah, Excellent. well, that's Spacey. On that, and not to go too far off base, because we are going to end this podcast very shortly. Uh, by the way, Watch Army of Darkness, Army of Dead. No, watch Army of Darkness. Watch Army of Darkness. Don't yeah, watch, watch Army, Army of, of Dead. Darkness. Sure, yes, exactly. Much better film, right? Um, like, like with um, uh, I forgot what I was going to fucking say. Doesn't matter. Oh yeah, did you hear Spacey is doing a film? Spacey's doing a film in Italy, right? Portuguese. Was going to be with Vanessa Redgrave because it's her husband directing it. She's now gone. <laughs> no. Um, do you know what the film is? The film is, a, and I shit you fucking not with this, and this guy has some fucking bollocks. The film... I remember Polanski. <laughs> no, no, I mean, fucking hell. Brett, Brett Ratner, Brett Ratner, Brian Singer, they've all got... It's an know. anthology. It's an anthology of Ratner and, 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 and um, of Ratner, uh, Polanski. Singer. <laughs> Singer. It's, a, and, it's actually and, a shot-for-shot remake of Rush Hour 3. And, but and I'm not joking, right? It's actually worse. Yeah, it's worse. He's playing, I think he's playing a cop that's investigating false allegations of paedophilia. Amazing! Yes! Yes! 
<laughs> let me just let me let me just I, confirm. So Roman Polanski, Roman Kevin Spacey, Woody Allen, Allen co-star. Yeah, Ke- Kevin Spacey. Uh, does, Italian... he find does he find? Does he find all of them innocent? He finds Woody Allen innocent. Um, he finds Wayne Singer innocent. Plot. That'd be brilliant. Okay, he finds them all innocent, including himself. I'm innocent as well. We've just turned to the screen. We're uh, innocent. And this film the upcoming film with her. <laughs> come on I really want to find this because it is just it is just it's one of those things where you just go what the actual fuck is it called it's a film called Rape Cop <laughs> statutory statutory Rape Cop I, I, ge- I genuinely can't what find the fucking, why are we um, doing this I genuinely can't find the fucking uh, the plot of it now but like I read it and I was just like you have got to be fucking kidding me that's amazing. Oh, no, here you go. The plot sees Spacey, who has denied the allegation of cases, starring as a detective who investigates a wrongly accused paedophile. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... Does the paedophile go, but I'm gay? <laughs> 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 Fuck me. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I would just like to announce uh, on the 28th of May, 2021, was the day when irony officially died. Do you know who is his directing yet? It's Franco Nero. I don't know if Franco yeah. Nero was married to this video. That's amazing. That is I, fantastic. And I'm like, yeah, and, and I, I'm not joking. Like, irony has fucking died now. Like, that is absolutely amazing. Like, I, I, I genuinely, you know, when you read something and you go, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need to read that again. No, no, it's, um, yeah, no, no, it, it definitely is. Okay, fine. Alrighty then. Listen, earlier this week, Louis Nero, presumably Franco's brother or something, the film's producer, said the allegations were of no concern. In Italy, we don't know details and everything, so we don't speak about what we don't know. I cannot speak about these things. I only know that Kevin is a great actor. That was my concern, and no more than that. <laughs> I said he'd be back within a couple of years. You fucking did. I mean, I thought, I thought maybe five to six years, like the Mel Gibson factor, right? <laughs> And don't get me wrong, next to next to Spacey, Mel Gibson looks like a fucking angel. Oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. It's not about paedophilia. No, that was a, that was a rumor. Uh, but the story is even better. The film is set to, to starve a disgraced actor as a police officer investigating the case of a man played by Franco Nero who can draw people by listening to their voices despite not being able to see. What? Well- how is no? I th- I think whatever you're reading is no. Been it says it's been it's been no no it's been no. It's um early reports claimed the film was about child sex abuse, which has now been labelled as incorrect. It does not involve paedophilia, as I've read in the media. Louis Nero said this is wrong. Uh, I do you know what this to me this people abs- have, people have probably just said this shit. This to me sounds like someone's just going ah oh, fuck we may have we may have misread the room on this one because I I mean I'm reading this on some relatively decent sources as well so yeah no like, so have I I'm just thinking now like Guardian that, those are from five days ago two days ago is the stuff of Louis who says that story. so basically two days ago th- which is two days after they wrote this rewrote the screenplay <laughs> or maybe I don't know, maybe it might be that, that Frank O'Neill can draw people's genitalia by listening to them rather than just uh, just their, uh, their, their oh. whole bodies. Just, 
But Franco, all of the penises you're drawing are very small. Yes, I have been listening to children. Like, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but like, so I think it's. I can't wait to. We should all get together and watch this movie. We need to get together. Oh my God, please, no. Uh, I don't think, I I genuinely, I think it took like Gibson like six years to get back to doing something. Space will be back with him. He'll be doing this film, but he'll just get another film. I guarantee you. He'll work in in Europe for for years. Yeah. I, it will really be the one where he, he, he goes over to Italy and ends up in the next fucking Woody Allen or Polanski movie, and then my head right. will literally or, just go. Or even better, or even better, like a, a cheap Western. <laughs> like he's doing once, <laughs> upon time, once Upon a Time in Hollywood, just like nine cheap Westerns. Oh. Uh, anyway, so Ross, where can people find out more about you? Why would anyone want to after this? I know, right? Um, it's <laughs> at Ross Boyas on all the social media things, and then at uh, Evo Films UK. Uh, on all the social things we are other films coming out this year which is good you keep and, teasing and you keep saying other films we have, what are these oh, goddamn films man they're all getting they've, they've released a bunch this year just I know. Do, do, do. drop some uh, drop them then, say tell uh, us what they are yeah can't, can't uh, at Veggies Film UK for all the action film needs of this bunch I can't remember what I'm talking about now go and watch Jack Walker which is this really good fun German action like martial arts comedy that we've just released it's a lot of fun. Starts Mike Muller, who was in One Million Kicks, which we did very well with. Oh yeah, no, uh, well, I remember about, One Million Kicks. It's about Jack. Jack Walker is about an aging actress star, like the, like the German Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's been reduced to doing very low budget movies. Uh, and during this film shoot of this independent film, uh, they're filming on the turf of a of a like a drug gang kind of thing. So they think they're there to steal their their drugs and money and stuff, and then. Uh, they hold the film set hostage, and our action hero has to fight bad guys for real. It's a lot of fun, and including and the stunt team have to fight them as well. So it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a goofy action. Movie. Nice. Good Jack there Walker. You, there you go, Jack Walker. Sounds like a sounds like a good film. Uh, and www.philsquickreview.co.uk uh, and on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Phil Quick Review. No S in that, just Phil Quick Review. We will be back in a couple of weeks, um, no doubt, with another episode and loads more uh, cinema visits. And hopefully at that point, Ross might have actually finished Army of... It's better than you say it is. It's not. It's not as... Oh, better yet, it's, it's not as bad as you're saying, really. It, no, it's, it, it's genuinely, technically, it's, it's quite proficient. <laughs> It's it's a proficient movie. I love the idea that you're insulting the film by saying it's well made. <laughs> like, no, 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 well no, 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 I never said well made. I said proficient. Well, that's well made. Like proficient like, would mean well made. It's not the worst film I've ever seen, and it's not the worst film I've seen this year. It's just mm-hmm. the most disappointing one I've seen this year. Oh. It's the one that had all the promise. Actually, did it have all the promise? No, it's a fucking Zack Snyder film. Of course it didn't. How many times have I been here before? Anyway. The best I thought it was going to be was like, the best I think that that film was going to be when I heard about it was six out of 10. And if it was any better, then I'd be like, that's fucking great. It's better than that. But but I honestly think my score was going to be, without assuming anything, is this, at at best, this is going to be okay. Like, well made (laughs) and okay. But no, seriously. And at the moment, yeah, it's that pretty much. You gotta, you gotta love it when those films, uh, those films shoot for the sky. They um, should be better. No, it should be better than that. But I'm just talking about track records and stuff. Like in also all the films on Netflix. Like, I mean, let's face it, the vast majority of those barely get to a six. Yeah, I mean, by by Netflix standards, it's adequate. Uh, there we go. Cool. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening. We'll come back. We'll see you soon. Bye.